Hello, this is Siddharth from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 16th of July. India reported 38,949 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of infections to over 3.1 crore. There were 542 new fatalities yesterday, taking the death toll to 4,12,541. Kerala and Maharashtra continue to report the most daily cases and deaths respectively. Kerala reported 13,773 new cases yesterday, while Maharashtra reported 8,010 cases and 178 deaths. Do remember, listener, that all these figures are widely believed to be undercounts. On the vaccination front, India administered over 38 lakh vaccine doses yesterday. By now, a total of 39.53 crore vaccines have been administered in total. However, only 5.4% of India's population remains fully vaccinated. Citing the trends for third waves across the world, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal announced yesterday that schools will continue to remain shut in the capital. Kejriwal said, quote, Until the vaccination process is not complete for everyone, we cannot risk the lives of children. End quote. Notably, though vaccine trials for children are underway in India, no vaccine has yet been approved. Other states in India continue to flag vaccine shortages. Mamta Banerjee wrote to Prime Minister Modi yesterday, stating West Bengal's need for 11.5 crore vaccines. Simultaneously, Maharashtra's Health Minister Rajesh Tope announced the need for 3 crore doses a month. He said, I quote, We are getting doses in a staggered manner and today we have got a supply of 9.5 lakh vaccine doses. On an average, at least 3.5 to 4 lakh vaccine doses are administered daily when the state has a capacity to administer more than 10 lakh jabs. To take on such a mammoth task, we need at least 3 crore vaccine doses every month. End quote. Now for some international COVID updates. WHO Director General Tedros in a statement admitted that the dismissal of the coronavirus lab leak theory was premature. As scientists continue to struggle for the origins of the coronavirus, the notion that the virus accidentally leaked from a Chinese government lab in Wuhan has gained renewed attention. Tedros told reporters that China is being urged to cooperate and provide raw data in a transparent manner. The WHO chief said, I quote, We need information, direct information on what the situation of this lab was before and at the start of the pandemic. If we get full information, we can exclude the lab connection, end quote. Southeast Asia continues to bear the brunt of COVID-19's death toll, with the Delta variant spreading amid a slow vaccine rollout. The number of cases have increased by 41% across the region, with deaths increasing by 39%. Indonesia, Southeast Asia's largest economy, unseated India in new daily cases this week, becoming a new Asian virus epicenter, while several of its neighbours are also seeing record case numbers. Singapore is doing better than most in the region, but still reported 56 new cases, its highest number of cases in 10 months. While the number appears low, 42 of these cases have been traced to a community event. Even as Uttarakhand Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami has announced the cancellation of the Kanwad Yatra, Uttar Pradesh has asserted that it will allow Kanwadiyas to move from the state. In response, as reported in the Indian Express, Uttarakhand is drafting standard operating procedures to deal with pilgrims who might enter the state. These include deploying police forces on the border and returning pilgrims to their state should they cross the border. If a Kanwadiya is spotted near a holy site, the pilgrim may be taken to a nearby temple to offer prayers before being returned. 
Additionally, trains will also be halted before Haridwar for checking and pilgrims will be deboarded and returned if found. SOPs will be drafted for each district with a 14-day quarantine for Kanwadiyas should they cross the border still being considered. Amid these tensions, the Supreme Court has issued a number of statements urging the Adityanath administration to reconsider its position. A Supreme Court bench has issued a statement saying, I quote, The health of citizens of India and right to life is paramount. All other sentiments, be it religious, are subservient to this basic fundamental right. End quote. Uttarakhand has also been in the news for relaxing its land use clause to clear the way for the BJP to construct its headquarters in Dehradun. As per the plan, the building will have 55 rooms and 4 halls along with a digital library and a space that can seat at least 500 people. Listeners, it's important to note that mountain territories have a fragile ecological environment and too much construction and land acquisition have dangerous consequences. This is true for mountains everywhere and Delhi's neighbouring Aravali range is no different. Despite being ancient mountains which have played host to important ecological networks, for governments and influential private players, these hills are mainly a prime piece of real estate to be exploited for personal benefit and commercial profit. In our NL Sena project, Plunder of the Aravalis, News Laundry reporters Ayush Tiwari and Basant Kumar will investigate how the Aravalis are being plundered, by whom and how. You can contribute to their endeavour by visiting www.newslaundry.com and clicking on the Join NL Sena button. Pulitzer Prize-winning Indian photojournalist Danish Siddiqui, who worked for the news agency Reuters, was killed while reporting in Afghanistan's Kandahar on Thursday night. Siddiqui was riding along with the Afghan Special Forces and was reporting on their operations against the Taliban. Siddiqui had been talking to shopkeepers when the Taliban attacked again, an Afghan commander told Reuters. Reuters President Michael Frydenberg and editor-in-chief Alessandra Galoni issued a statement saying, I quote, Danish was an outstanding journalist, a devoted husband and father, and a much-loved colleague. Our thoughts are with his family at this terrible time. End quote. Afghan special forces were fighting to retake the main market area of Spunboldak when Siddiqui and a senior Afghan officer were killed in what was described as Taliban crossfire, Reuters reported. Earlier, around 50 diplomats and other staff members at the Indian consulate in Afghanistan's Kandahar were evacuated in the view of the intense fighting near Kandahar city. Taliban has been trying to regain control over Afghanistan as the US pulls out its forces after nearly two decades. Siddiqui headed Reuters' multimedia team in India. His drone captured images of funeral pyres during India's second wave of COVID captivated global attention. In Madhya Pradesh, as many as four people have died and several people are feared trapped after a reinforced concrete wall around a well in Vidisha district caved in on Thursday evening. Medical Education Minister Vishwas Sarang, who is also minister in charge for Vidisha district, told the Indian Express, I quote, A boy had fallen into the well and villagers had stood on the RCC slab that covered the well which caved in. End quote. Fourteen people have been rescued, most sustaining minor injuries. Those rescued also include two SDRF personnel who had fallen into the well while carrying out the rescue operation. Another five people are suspected to have been trapped while the work to pump out the water of the well was being carried out. According to local villagers, the 14-year-old boy is Sandeep Parihar and was filling water when he fell into the well. Around 30 villagers stood atop an RCC slab that covered the well in an effort to rescue him. 
the slabs caved in and those standing atop it fell into the well the village sarpanch amar singh has said that the well is about 30 feet deep and has 20 feet of water 42 people have been killed in the flooding of the ar river in school village western germany dozens more were reported missing record high rainfall caused the banks of the river to burst sweeping away entire houses in neighboring belgium major highways were inundated by the water authorities in the dutch town of valkenburg evacuated a hospice overnight after a bus explosion which led to the death of nine chinese nationals on 14th july pakistan's information minister fawad choudhry said on thursday that traces of explosives had been found in the vehicle and terrorism remained a viable cause of the incident earlier islamabad claimed the explosion might have happened due to a gas leak china was quick to push back against this statement and has now sent a special team to the blast site to conduct an investigation notably there have been other such incidents involving chinese nationals in pakistan in april a hotel in quetta hosting the chinese ambassador was targeted by a suicide bomber however the ambassador was not killed that's all the news we have for you today stay safe and hold on during these distressing times see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.